Welcome to this episode of ClearedCast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security, and defense contracting updates, and our exclusive interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. This is Jill Hamilton, editor at clearancejobs.com. Welcome to this episode of ClearedCast. Today, where we're joined by Jack Terry from Lidos. Jack, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Jill, it's great. Thanks so much for having me. Can you give us an overview of Lidos? Can you describe what the mission is there? What kind of programs does the organization support? Lidos is a large defense contractor, really with a mission of making the world safer, healthier, and more efficient through information technology, engineering, and science. We are customer-facing, but it's really across four markets. So that's the civil market, the defense market, the health market, and where my operation is, the intelligence market. Organizationally, we're supported by what we call the LINK, or the Lidos Innovation Center. And that focuses on contracted research programs with our customers to solve next-generation problems. I'll highlight a couple awards we've received recently. Organizationally, we remain number one on Washington Technologies' top 100 list. We were named to the 2020 list of world's most ethical companies by Ethisphere. We rank on the Military Times Best for Vets, and we're one of Fortune's world's most admired companies in 2020. One thing people might not realize about Lidos is that we acquired a company called Dynetics in December of last year. And Dynetics has recently been awarded a contract under NASA's Artemis program to design a human landing system and complete to build a system that takes the first woman and next man to the lunar surface by 2024. Mm, Amazing. That's really great. So how many years have you been with Lidos? So this is my 21st year with Lidos. We often like to say I'm heritage SAIC. So I started with SAIC back in 2000. My first job was as a software developer in Germany. So I landed in Germany, and on that same day, I joined the company. It's been interesting along those 21 years, and I've, I've seen a lot. Yeah, so how would you say your roles changed over the years? Because you don't have the same job that you did 21 years ago. What's changed over the years for you, and what has made you want to stay with Lidos? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. You know, like I said, my first job was in, in Germany and I was a basically a individual contributor. I was a software developer. I worked hand in hand with the military developing command and control products. When I returned to uh, Maryland, really to support the customer that I've supported for the last 31 years, the one of our primary intelligence customers on, on Fort Meade, you know, it's interesting. My clearance didn't transfer back immediately. And I was thrown into what they like to quote unquote call a rotational assignment, where I went into program management, had my first taste of kind of PL or profit and loss, and I did some business development. And from that point forward, I never looked back. So I was a deputy program manager, a program manager, what we call a deputy division manager. That's kind of my first foray into the profit and loss side of the business. I was a division manager for nine years. And then I did another rotation into, into business development. For the last four years, I've been a deputy operations manager, right? So kind of the line side of the organization, taking on higher levels of uh, running the business, as we say. So what's been a key component of making you want to stay with Lidos? You know what? For me, I think it comes down to four things. My customers and the critical mission that we support. The customers on Fort Meade that we support each and every day are critical to the national security of our country. 
and what we can do with them, either developing products, having them utilize them, or sitting side by side as an analyst every day in supporting their mission. It's critical for us to be able to have an infrastructure to support that. You know, secondly, my, my friends and colleagues within the company, there's some commitments you make to people along the way. And for the last 21 years, I've had a core set of folks that have kind of moved along with me, been promoted in place with me. We rely on each other every day. You know, you really find out who your friends are when you're working a proposal at, you know, Saturday at four o'clock in the morning. The third piece is the leadership from our operation to our intelligence group to the CEO. You know, each have their own personal kind of value based leadership that makes it easy to get behind. And, and lastly, for your listeners, really the opportunities within Lidos itself. As you can see from my career, you know, it wasn't traditional, but whose is it anymore, right? You know, if you have the desire to lead and grow, you know, Lidos has an opportunity for you. That's really great. I love the mission focus and then the opportunities that come from when, you, when you're supporting the mission and you are having an eye towards that, the opportunities that can arise from that, as well as the people that are surrounded, whether you're looking through leadership or you're looking for peer-to-peer, it's the people that make it something that you want to keep doing for a long time. Yeah, That's no, really I, I agree. I mean, we are, we are a people company. We develop great capabilities. We develop great products, but ultimately we are a people organization. Mm, That's good. So are there any ways that you've watched Lidos adapt and grow over the last 20 plus years? You know, from a company perspective, over the last 20 years, we went from employee ownership under SAIC. You know, we went public in 2005. Then we split. And I think what a lot of people don't understand is that SAIC changed its name to Lidos. And we spun off a new independent company that retained the name SAIC. So Lidos is the direct successor to the original SAIC. And I don't think people realize that. Hmm. When we look at past performance and the ability to reach back 30, 40 years with some of our customers, most of that, all of that history really stayed with Lidos as the direct successor of the larger company. So while our name is new, we are not new. We celebrated our 50th anniversary last year. We merged with Mm. um, IS and GS, so so Lockheed Martin's IS and GS group. We merged with them in 2016. And and what a great marriage that's been from the start. And the synergies have been fantastic, especially as we combined our capabilities and bid off some pretty large new jobs that we have. And I, I can talk about those a little later. In 2019, we purchased Dynetics. Right. So that's our most recent large acquisition. And we're going to start to see great things come out of those synergies. We as a corporation, we've already started to meet with Dynetics. And it's amazing the capabilities and the customers we share, but we're also doing different things for them. So as we look to combine our efforts and go after some larger opportunities, I I think it's going to be it's going to be great. From a company standpoint, we've also shifted. In some cases, we were capability focused. We've now shifted back to a customer-focused view. So while I run or help run the cyber and SIGIN operation up here in Columbia, Maryland, there's other cyber organizations, of course, that are supported in our defense, in our health, in our civil group, but we are customer-focused. So my focus is on those at Fort Meade and the service cyber components that support the cyber mission really more operationally 
from an offensive standpoint. And then really, like I said before, our, our group president, Vicki Shemansky, says it best, right? Mission first, people always, right? We, we spend a, mm-hmm. a significant amount of our time investing. We develop great capabilities, but we're really a people company. We're constantly evolving, but focused on employee growth, innovation creation, and industry-leading benefits to, to really attract the best and the brightest. And, and that's really, mm-hmm. over the last 20 years, that's been a constant in the organization. But the focus on that, really, in the last five years has been has been significant. Fast forward to right now, we're in 2020, current events like COVID-19. How would you say Lidos has responded? Is there anything that you've put in place to help keep employees safe at client sites, other locations? How What's, what's been the overall response there? Yeah, the, the company wasted no time to really spin up that engine to support its employees. You know, if you talk about the products of what's come out of that, we, we have a 16-page pandemic playbook that really outlines what the company is doing and what we need from our employees to make our work locations as safe as possible, right? Really outlining clear communications, talking about alternate work locations folks can work from, giving PPE guidelines and personal hygiene advice talking about the cleaning and disinfecting that we're doing in our in our facilities themselves and really outlining the responsive actions that Lidos has put into place associated with any issues that arise. Organizationally, they've done an exceptional job. And I think from an industry standpoint, all companies are doing everything they can to make sure that the people that support the mission are doing it safely and effectively. But I'll be honest with you, we have folks that work in other competitor locations or teammate locations. Mm-hmm. And if I had to compare, I would say that Lidos is well ahead of others when it comes to both the preparation and the ability to respond if there are problems. It's been a significant lift for the corporation, but most employees that we talk to are very appreciative of everything that's been put into place. And the communications are huge. Our, our CEO briefs the entire organization weekly. Um, he, you know, it's videotaped and he puts it out to communicate from, from his perspective. And our, our group president has a call with all employees every two weeks to kind of outline changes that have occurred and any updates that we might see kind of come through the pandemic playbook. So it gives folks an opportunity that really have questions immediately to ask them and get them answered all the way down to the operation level where we're all on the phone together. And if there's issues that arise, we attack them immediately. That's good. I think when you have people always (laughs) as part of that driver in your organization already, it enables you to respond to a pandemic like the one that we're in right now. So that's really key. Yeah. And and you have to remember, you know, a lot of our intelligence community customers, our employees don't have the ability to work from home. Right. So while you may be able to adjust from a commercial standpoint and allow folks to do that, we have to go above and beyond in order to make our workplace safe. No different than our customers Mm -hmm. working hand in hand with them to make sure that folks can actually physically be somewhere and be able to work no different than they did prior to the pandemic. And it's especially helpful you point out just the the beauty of communication, like 
I think this has really highlighted the value of that and how much it's needed so that you might be over communicating or thinking you might be, but that's that's actually important and necessary for people to constantly know where the company is headed and what's important. And so they can continually remain aligned to that. That's really helpful that that's been a priority. Yeah. And it's definitely opened up opportunities for people to communicate in different ways. So we we receive messages in different ways and we're able to respond quickly. Sometimes they may skip a few uh, levels and get information directly to us because we were just giving them information on a call. That's okay. It's okay if we hear it first and we can react. We'd much rather do that than have the, you know, the historical communications channels take, you know, two or three days before it might get to us. Right. That's key. Before we wrap up, what do you think people should be looking for from Lidos in the future? Like anything in the pipeline they should keep their eyes peeled out for? Sure. And, you know, I mentioned our defense, our civil markets. We've recently had a couple very large awards, a bit delayed at the new year for a few different reasons, but our recruiting teams are out and about looking to fill positions on two primary contracts that we have. And these are outside of my organization, but if you if you look, they're $14 billion worth of awards that we received at the end of last year. One is the next-gen contract for the Navy, if folks are are looking to make those contacts. And the other one is a recompete that we had, our GSMO contract for, for DISA. Those are two very large contracts that have already been awarded, significant contracts that almost occurred simultaneously. So Lidos is very busy making sure that those transitions happen seamlessly. You know, I personally work, like I said, in Columbia with the uh, Cyber and Second Solutions operation. You know, we're focused on a variety of offense and defensive operational opportunities, right? We have a technical focus on on 5G, commercial cloud, IoT devices, and, and other emerging technologies such as artificial intelligence or machine learning or, or even quantum computing. So we continue to focus on mission impact and effectiveness while really in you know, investing in that diverse workforce that we talked about. And we have a significant opportunity in our pipeline that I think a lot of folks are going to be very interested in. So more to tell next time, but clearly Lidos has a lot of open opportunities even today. I like to say that, you know, we win a 150 person job every day because today I can hire Mm. 150 folks right in my operation, right in Columbia. So we need to work at a pace as if, we just want a contract. We have 150 openings. Let's go fill them. I would say that the opportunities are abound and they're today. Not only in the, you know, not only do we go after work in the future, but we have opportunities today that especially your readers would be very, very interested in. No, and I especially love your story too, your personal story of transferring back here to the States and clearance lag and not taking that as a way to leave the national security industry, but just pivot within it and then find a different role that you continued on that track until today and still supporting the mission and doing the work that you love doing. So I think that's a really great encouraging story as well to for our listeners too. So yeah, I mean, I, so I speak to my that. folks a lot about opportunity. You know, they often come in and ask me, you know, what should I be looking at next? And I often say, you know, Look at what we do as an organization and become the best person 
at doing that. Whether that's something that you do technically or whether it just means being that individual that can help us find talent. And if you can find that niche that really supports the organization that you're working for, both the mission side of the organization and the business side, then that's critical to success. And if you can become that Mm. person, the person that people go to, then it can it can set your career on a trajectory that you did not expect. And and I'm very thankful for the leaders at both SAIC and, and now Lidos who have given me those opportunities. And I think most of us want to give others those opportunities. So I'd say to your listeners, you know, yeah. if they have a job or they're looking for their next job, that should be in the, the fabric of the, the dialogue that you're having with your supervisor and your supervisor's supervisor. Get involved in other things, get involved in proposals, get involved in outside activities that support your community and, and our mission customers. Just get involved. And um, that collaboration goes, goes a long way. That's good. That's good. Thanks so much, Jack, for joining us. No problem, Jill. I really appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Well, thank you for joining us today at ClearCast. For more security clearance news and defense information, please visit us at news.clearancejobs.com.